0: Radio advertising is good. Why should you advertise on the Talk Radio Network, AM 1340? Well, it's simple. We are a local radio station with local shows that target our local communities and local listeners. We have a variety of shows that cover a multitude of informative and interesting topics, such as automotive and boating, real estate and finance, health and medical, politics and law, sports and fishing, pet care, and more. While we are even home to Imus in the Morning. We also have shows about comedy, food and dining, religion, fashion, local community events and activities. And a variety of music. Talk Radio provides a listening format that appeals to a large cross section of people. Whether you are in your car, at work, at home, everyone has a radio. And we are streamed live on the internet. And past shows are podcasted so you, the listener, can play back your favorite shows over and over again. The possibilities are endless. So, that, my listeners, is why you should advertise on the Tam Talk Radio Network, AM 1340. Call me at 727 541 1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Street Motorsports, Inc. 727 541 1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340.
1: Hey Callahan. Don't look so puked out. Better luck next time, fool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, punk. To me, you're nothing but. Do you understand? And a lot of things can happen. To, it can be scraped up with a shovel off the ground. It can dry up and blow away in the wind, or it can be stepped on and squashed. So take my advice. Be careful with a dog.
2: class act, uh, Callahan? That a real class act?
0: Listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your host, Robert. Hey, we got a great show tonight. And yes, this is live radio. You know, we had some fun last week. We, uh, our guest uh, slipped, but that's okay. We bleeped it on the podcast, so you can check it out. And uh, of course, we are streamed live on the internet, so make sure you tell all your buddies to uh, run into their computers real quick anywhere in the world. And uh, be sure and check out our Facebook and our podcast. So just Google Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and all that cool stuff will pop up for you. And uh, you know, hey Lee, how are you doing tonight?
3: Very well, Robert, and yourself. I know you're doing okay because uh, we've been hanging out for about two hours now, <laughs> <laughs> Three, something
0: like that. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm playing. I'm I'm practicing in the boardroom yeah, over there. So
3: you're you're, you're a, what you're an aspiring um,
0: Radio? audio editor. Is that it? Well, you know, I yeah, I I. I did the uh, and,
3: and I'm an aspiring mechanic, but <laughs> <it>
0: was, <laughs> doesn't mean I, I know where the oil where the
3: dipstick is. Uh,
0: well, anyway, did, while we're on the subject of you know, fixing things, we got any turntables or tape decks anything working tonight again?
3: Yeah, man. Yeah, we, we yeah we got some old vintage uh, stuff. We we got uh, found in an old barn out in Pasco County. So oh, did you really? I, yeah, yeah. I think you guys will like this stuff. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's fire this thing up. Let's see what we got here. I know this will piece. Some of our uh, listeners.
1: Roll, mm-hmm. roll, Chevy, roll, mm-hmm. roll, Chevy, roll, mm-hmm. roll, Chevy, roll. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new car, better by- Roll, Chevy, roll, roll, Chevy, roll, roll, Chevy, roll, roll, Chevy, roll. It's a brand new car, better by far. Roll, Chevy, roll. Well, we've got the sharpest sports car yet. Well, we've got the sharpest sports car yet. In two great models, it's the new Corvette. That we'd like you to do
0: Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might get a free drink. Hey, listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great pizza shop right here in downtown Clearwater, Bro's Pizzeria. Voted number one in the city of Clearwater. They're located at 547 South Fort Harrison Avenue. They have great New York style pizza, as well as delicious lasagna, spaghetti and meatballs, manicotti, linguine. And if you're in the neighborhood for lunch, they have great hot and cold sandwiches and appetizers. So call 727-441-6025 for takeout and deliveries, or stop by for a veal parmesan dinner and a nice glass of vino. That's Bro's Pizzeria. Check out their website and watch my friend Olty create a spectacular pizza before your very eyes. What would you like on your pizza? Call Bro's Pizzeria, 727-441-6025. That's 727-441-6025. And tell them Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Okay, listeners, we're back. In case you just tuned in, this is world famous now. See, because we're streamed live on the Internet, right, Lee? So I can say that. We're live on the Internet, so we're world famous. Recognized worldwide, recognized. This is nostalgic radio in cars. Hey, Lee, uh, what, what was that? Sh- that uh, you know, I played that song, that Chevrolet song, because mm-hmm. a our guest that's coming on the show later, um, as usual, I'm going to have a really good guest for you guys, and I'm also going to play some cool music, which that was one. Uh, but uh, I played that because we got a lot of Chevy enthusiasts out there, you know. So this is for my friend John, Don, Mark, all the guys that pick on me because I'm a Ford guy. Uh, even you, oldsmobile guys out there, you know, and the Mopar guys that pick on me from time to time. But uh, anyway, hey, uh, I just want to say thanks to our friends at National Parts Depot uh, this past weekend. We had a great, I mean a spectacular show at Silver Springs. There was 1,800 cars. Mustangs, Fords, Mavericks, Cobras, Shelbys, Bosses, you name it. If it had a Ford motor in it, old Vickys, uh, 55, 56 Fords, I mean Lincolns, uh, turn-of-the-century stuff. I mean, it was just an extremely eclectic turnout of cars and the weather was absolutely pretty pretty doggone good for this time of year yeah baby (laughs) yeah (laughs) baby that's right (laughs) so anyway though thanks to our friends up there at national parts depot and of course you guys all out there with your collectible cars your camaros your mustangs your firebirds uh your ford trucks, chevy trucks be sure and contact my friends up there kurt and uh, kirk that's kirk okay with a k as in Captain Kirk, and uh, Rick up there at National Parts Depot. Go check out, the, I mean, yeah, National Parts Depot. Uh, they're up in Ocala, so just go online and you can get all the information. Okay, well, you know what? This time of year, we've got a ton of car shows that are coming up. I mean, it's just... Just, uh, you know, from now for the next couple of months. So I don't even know if I can keep up with all this stuff. And, the, and uh, that's good. That's the good part. The bad part is there's, like, multi-events going on on the same weekend. So sometimes there's four or five weekends. So let me cover a couple of them real quick here. This weekend at Quaker Steak and Lube on the 16th, our friend Joe... Is putting on the fourth annual Bug Fest. Okay, so it's open to all air cooled Volkswagens, water cooled Volkswagens, and we need to get some of the Porsche guys to show up down there. So if you got a 911, 928, 944, 912, anything like that, 914, bring it on down there to Bug Fest at Quaker's and Lube this Sunday, the 16th. If you need any contact information, call Joe at 813 516 7061. That's 813 516 7061. That's Bug Fest at Quaker's and Lube on Sunday. Starts at 9 o'clock, okay? Should be a pretty good turnout. Um, and if you've got another classic car or antique car, bring it on by because we've got a place we can park you guys, too. Okay, the 14th through the 16th up at Mount Dora. This is an event that's dear to my heart. The Porsche 356 Florida Owners Group. They've got a big car show up there. So if you are in old uh, vintage Porsches, um, 356, bathtubs, whatever you want to call They've got a whole litany of names. That's the 14th through the 16th, the uh, Florida Owners Group at Mount Dora. Okay, let's see. Oh, yeah. Well, the 29th through the 30th, we have the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Super race, world-renowned. Uh, actually, you know, in a couple of weeks, I'm trying to get Hurley Haywood on the air. So, if uh, Hurley Haywood, uh, well-known driver, probably won Daytona 24-hour race more than any other race car driver in the last, uh, geez, 30 years. So, uh, I'm looking forward to having um, Hurley on our show. Uh, he called in today, and uh, so he's checking the schedule, see when he can get in. We're trying to get him on before the... Uh, for the race, we can talk about it a little bit, and he can highlight some of the cool stuff for us. And uh, our friend Randy Hagwood has got a Street Racers reunion. Now, I got—I just got an email from him, so I really don't have all the particulars. But I think it's—I I was under the impression it was going to be at uh, Quaker Steak and Lou, but now I see that it's going to be Saturday the twenty-ninth at one p.m. at Cody's Original Roadhouse. That's eleven two oh two West Hillsborough Avenue in Tampa. Okay, so that's uh, Cody's Original Roadhouse on Hillsborough Avenue in Tampa. But call Randy, because he can give you the information. Is 727-639-3130, 727-639-3130, and that's Randy Hagwood. And it started out really as a, st- a, a street racers reunion for all us uh, street racers that used to race in Pinellas County back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s. And uh, so now it's evolved into just a hot rod reunion. So uh, give Randy a call. Um, I'll find out a little bit more about that. Uh, and get with you guys before that event shows up. I'll get with uh, Randy on that. But again, his number is 727-639-3130. Okay, let's see what else we got going on. Oh, yeah, of course. And don't forget, we've got the Meekum Auction coming up. That's the 26th through the 30th in Kissimmee. Now, I'll be talking about the Meekum Auction here a little bit later. Uh, So uh, don't don't, don't think that I'm uh, skipping right over that one. And then, of course, on uh, Sunday... The thirtieth, we have the Devereaux Kaiser Show at Sarasota Square Mall. So that's the huge show at Sarasota Square Mall, and there will probably be close to a thousand cars at that event. I mean, again, it's uh, one of my favorite shows in all year round. There's no judging or anything like that. Just kind of show up there. You'll have stuff from the turn of the century to today. You'll have modern pre-war or post-war classics. You'll have some pre-war classics. You have some. I mean, everything will be there if you can think of it. Chances are it will be there. And the interesting thing about this show is a lot of unusual stuff will come out of the woodwork. So that's a real exciting show. Be sure and bring your camera for that one. Um let's see what else we got going on. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Jeez. Uh, that's it. But anyway, hey, um, be sure and uh, um, don't forget. Let's see. Oh, yeah. We got open mic night at uh, Naughty Nancy's tonight, right, Lee? That's right. I'm mean, actually. As a matter of fact, are nope. we, yeah. oh, we're doing a live remote from there, aren't we? That's
3: the plan. That's uh, from 9 to 10. We're going to be... Broadcasting live from
0: Naughty Nancy's. Uh, Naughty Nancy's there will be is some uh, yeah. musicians it's, it's playing crusted. over there at the time. yeah. Well, you'll be one of the musicians. It's open mic. Well, so I don't know
3: about that, but I, on. I'll be manning the board here. You know. All right. So what do you do want my, me to do? You want me to handle to do the my uh, job over here?
0: You want me to handle the mics over there?
3: Well, we we want to get Steve Zagni down there. However, he's working until nine o'clock. So that means you and I need to lug the equipment over there. Okay. To get set up. Okay. And then maybe keep an eye on it. It'll, like. You want all right, to narrate, narrate the uh, MC the uh, MC the show. So, Does that good, sound
0: good. There's a good chance that we'll be uh, hosting that one tonight for the beginning of the show.
3: I would say so. Yeah. Okay,
0: cool. All right, and then also it's testing night at Sunshine Drag Strip. And uh, hey, one more thing out there, good. Uh, I want to mention you guys. I, you know, I have a couple of guys that uh, I talk about all the time. That some of my sponsors here, which is Naughty Nancy's which is uh, 446-3717. So everybody coming out to Naughty Nancy's after the show will all be hanging out there. We usually hang out there until about 11, 12 o'clock at night. It's pretty cool. And, Her and, food and, is excellent. And, and
3: by the way, Naughty Nancy's, if uh, certain people don't know, which which probably most people know, it's uh, spelled N-A-U-T-I, like nautical. Right. So it's Naughty Nancy's. Mm-hmm. It's at 700 Eldridge Street, right just north of downtown Clearwater. Right. It's on the same block as WTAN.
0: Which is 700 uh What do we Myrtle right seven hundred we're at
3: seven hundred six north seven hundred six north Myrtle yeah they're they're at seven hundred Eldridge right at the bike trail and uh, the Pinellas Trail and uh, between the and between. that's between Fort Harrison and Myrtle. I'm just trying to tell people. Google go, go, Naughty Nancy's. And Google Naughty, it. yeah. <laughs>
0: you know. Okay, well, anyway, uh, back to Naughty Nancy's. We've got Naughty Nancy's. I've got Bro's Pizza. I've got Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. I've got Smoke and Rib Shack in Largo. That's my buddies over there. They've got two locations now, one in Largo on West Bay Drive and one in Fort Harrison. And, of course, Kotaku Story. Now, these are some of my sponsors. They're also friends of mine. And one thing I will say about my sponsors is... They're great people, and I patronize every one of these people. So these these establishments. So I want all my customers, all my listeners, everybody, check out Naughty Nancy's, Bros Pizza, great pizza, Krabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach, Smoke and Rib Shack in Largo and in Clearwater, and of course, if you need your car towed, be sure and check out uh, Kotaka's Towing. And I am also always looking for sponsors. So if you guys want to sponsor my show, get some airtime. Give us a call here at uh well actually send me a gmail an email at golfstreamradio at gmail.com golfstreamradio at gmail.com uh or just shoot a message over here to the tan talk radio which is 4413000 4413000 and just bang on the door as hard as you can and tell everybody you want to sponsor nostalgic radio and cars and you want to get some airtime, and uh also hey you know we'll take donations too won't we lee so we'll take anything whatever we got to do to raise a little capital to keep the show on the air Hey, we ready for the next yeah, song? anything
3: over ten thousand dollars is, is anything over is ten thousand right? yeah. dollars? Yeah, baby! <laughs> as
0: as <laughs> now you got me doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Thank know if I can God do as good as Buck Byers.
3: What uh, would we do without Austin Powers? What would we fact, do without him? Let's see, I think he? I how covered I, all I, my I, announcements.
0: But uh, you got that turntable working again, Lee? When are you going to let me take you out to show you how to wrench on the car? I got to return the favor. You know, you when show him how to use.
3: Absolutely desperate. What? Well, because you know, I don't own a car, so thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? But you will, you will own you know, a car. You know,
3: you know what happens? Like, like I've had, I used to have like a seventy-five Firebird. You know, yeah. And like the water pump gave out. You know what? And you so s- you know what I did? Parked it. I sold it. You no, sold I had it. Toned. I think I. <laughs> will you come pick my car? They gave me hundred bucks for the car. Jeez, and, where and, was I? I, I really, used to be in junk the junkyard business, just, dude. Oh my! Why did you give it to me, man? I would have fixed it. I was like, oh, I don't know.
0: A little know. late now. Thinking, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fire so up that turntable. Let's uh, let's let's play this next cool song. Now I got to take uh, a little pride in this one because I actually edited this, copied this, edited this myself. So if it sounds who good, who does
3: if, this? By the way, I want to know. I don't know. It's just
0: it's just like a just I don't know a garage it? band, rockabilly band of some kind. But I just oh, thought it was on. kind of a cool song. You don't know who does it? No, that was a local garage band down the street.
3: <laughs> okay, here it is, Rockabilly Hot Rod by the guys down the street.
0: By the guys down the street, yep. Oh,
4: my girl, don't care for me no more. She won't come to the window. Top Pigglehead Oh, the devil done found a brand new soul When I lost my baby to rock and roll She said, I don't fit with a brand new crowd Staying up late, talking way too loud If looks been kill, that boy be dead That Mr. Rockabilly Flat Top Pigglehead What's the scene with these suits? Will a flat top big boy hey.
0: This is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great place to eat right on the main part of Clearwater Beach. Located at 333 South Gulfview Boulevard. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill has two floors of food, drink, and fun. They have daily specials, happy hour, and nightly entertainment. Their menu caters to seafood lovers as well as land lovers. Crabby's Beachwalk Barn Grill, 727-608-2065. They're open in the morning for breakfast until 1 a.m. So stop by and visit my friends Turtle, Eddie, and Polly, and all the girls and staff at Crabby's Beachwalk Barn Grill. That's 727-608-2065. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you never know, you might get a free drink. That's Crabby's Beachwalk Barn Grill on Clearwater Beach, 727-608-2065.
3: Those Austin Powers sound clips from, you know, from 10 years ago when, when the studio was down on the water. So no they kidding. are so old, but they're still great, aren't they? They're funny. I Austin know. They Powers were. great. Absolutely. I don't care if it's 15 years old. Okay.
0: It's still good. Hey, let me get back to uh, Randy Hagwood's uh, reunion thing. I've got the rest of the email here. And I guess it starts at the Burger King at 110th Avenue on US 19. That's actually the old hangout that we used to have on uh, Saturday night. So everybody's got a rendezvous there around 11 o'clock, I think, or earlier. And then they leave from there at 1230 and cruise to Cody's in Tampa. Okay, and then Tampa. So that's about a half an hour run. Okay, that's on the 29th of this month. Okay, so then we'll be at Cody's. Uh, original Roadhouse at eleven two oh two West Hillsborough Avenue in Tampa. Okay, and then of course they're going to early over. Er, they're going to open early because normally I think they don't open until four. And then after that, I think they uh, got another someplace else they're going to hang out to. I think they're going to hit uh, drive back to Pinellas County and hang out at the Green Iguana down at Bay Pines Boulevard at six. So, uh, but I'll get all the particulars and I'll let you guys know next week. Hey, is our guest on the line? I all hope right. so. You're there. Oh, Tom. Hey, how are you doing? (laughs) Welcome to the Ray Didio Show.
2: Well, well, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, well, let me introduce our guest real quick. Our guest tonight is Tom Chrisman. Tom Chrisman is the main PR guy, the PR guy for Meekam Auctions. And, of course, uh, a little earlier I mentioned Meekam Auctions, and I didn't go into a lot of detail because now we have our guest, our special guest for the evening. And uh, he's calling from Chicago. You're in Chicago right now, right, Tom? Uh, Snowy Chicago. Snowy, Snowy Chicago, the Windy City.
2: Uh, windy and snow, yep.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, hey, uh, while you're there, uh, well, now you're here on the air. I uh, would rather
2: sh- be down there in Florida where it's a little warmer.
0: Well, you will be in a couple weeks, right? That's right. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about the auction. I mean, i got a whole ton of questions, but uh, go ahead and give out the information, the in particulars on it real quick. Uh, we've,
2: we've got the biggest auction of the year coming up. Um, it is going to be in Kissimmee at the Osceola Heritage Park. Dates are January 26th through 30th. Um, auctions all day long Uh, gates open at eight in the morning we'll probably be auctioning cars until midnight Uh, about 1500 cars um, a fantastic auction and a super car show
0: well yeah come to think of it it is a super car show it is But the only thing is is unlike a lot of car shows you can it's a candy store you can buy something
2: well it it really is you can go you can look at them all uh, you'll never see 1500 cars like this some of the best in the world and and some great drivers as well and uh, you find one you like and you don't have to uh worry about the owner and whether he wants to sell it or not get the number off the windshield register to bid and it could be yours you could be driving home we got templates and everything
0: super all right well tell us a little bit about it. let's say for example if i want to go as a spectator how much am i going to expect to pay to get in
2: Oh, it's very reasonable. $15 a head okay. uh, gets you in all day long. Like I said, gates open at 8 o'clock. Uh, we start Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, you'll see fantastic cars. You'll see some of the neatest, rarest boats you've ever seen, classic wooden boats. Mm. You'll see some incredible memorabilia. Uh, just a little bit of everything.
0: Okay, now uh, that's uh, fifteen dollars head. Now, let's say is there like a is there if I stay for like three four days, do I get a uh, like a, uh, a three four day discount, or is it just fifteen dollars a day?
2: Yeah, it's fifteen dollars a day, which is pretty reasonable yeah. when you get to go to a big car show like that.
0: Okay, and then let's say I want to buy something. What's the procedure if I want to buy uh, a car there?
2: Pretty easy. You can register right on site. It costs a hundred dollars to become a registered bidder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fill out the forms. Uh, pretty straightforward. We give you a bidder badge, and we turn you loose.
0: Okay. And what do you need from me? If I'm going to bid, you need, what, just basically like a letter of credit? Is that well, all you need from normally the Normally,
2: we can do a letter of credit, or if you don't have that with you, we just kind of swipe your credit card with a $500 pre-authorization. Mm-hmm. Nothing hits your card. It's just a pre-auth, right. and that gets you in the door and gets you bidden.
0: Well, okay. Good. So... Uh... Well, all you guys out there listening tonight, if you want to buy something really, really, really cool, you need to show up at the Mecham Auctions here at the end of the month at uh, in Kissimmee. What was the name of the location again?
2: Uh, it's Osceola Heritage Park. Great facility. Mm-hmm. And, um, boy, if you want to take a sneak peek at what's coming up, you just go to our website, com. We've got just about all the cars listed on there. I know there must be 1,000 or uh, 1,100 cars on there. You can search for your favorite kind of car. Uh, look by day. There's a whole a whole range of ways to search where you just click through car by car by car and drool.
0: Now, I just pulled up the website. It looks like the feature car is one of my favorites, the <laughs> Cobra Dragon Snake. Tell us a little uh, bit about that car.
2: Oh, just an incredible piece of of drag racing history, Cobra history, Ford history, um, one of the winningest Cobras that was ever uh, uh, ever ever hit the drag strip. Uh, the cool thing about it is, is it's not the big monster motor, four twenty seven. It's a little two eighty nine injected. Um, all the history ran NHRA A stock, double uh, stock, B stock. Uh, just just terrorized. Uh, the uh, NHRE tracks back in the mid-60s and literally won everything. Hmm.
0: Now, the uh, I know, son, here, I'm looking on the thing, and there's a whole ton of other cars here. That's uh, You've got, uh, it looks like you've got one of the, looks like one of the Sox & Martin Plymouth Cudas for sale, too?
2: We have a 91 Sox & Martin Hemi Cuda Pro Stock, mm-hmm. a great piece. And the funny thing about it is we've got a photograph in our uh, in our catalog, and I'm not sure if it's on the website, but we've got the competing car, the '70 Jenkins car in a photograph. Well, we're also selling it. We've got the '70 Jenkins car, we've got the Jenkins Vega, uh, Bob Glidden Pro Stock. We've got some other great drag cars. So if you're if you're really into drag history, how about a '66 Dodge D Dart Super Stock lightweight? Very very rare. Don't see too many of them. Plus just loads and loads of other really great. Uh, Ford, GM, Chrysler, everything.
0: Wow. Okay, that sounds exciting. Um, any other car? Well, like, for, let's let's go to your, your your background a little bit. Where did? How did you get involved in the uh, Meacham auction here?
2: Well, you know, I'm a, uh, I'm I'm a hardcore car guy, and that's the neat thing about Meacham as a bunch of us here are really car guys, so we we sort of get the whole thing. But I've been in Corvettes for a long, long time, over forty years. Uh, Dana Meekum is a Corvette guy and has his own very unique uh, and I'd call eclectic collection ranging from Millers to Corvettes to everything in between. So Dana and I have been uh, friends for a long, long time, and I've been in the automotive aftermarket and got to know him, and he finally made me an offer I couldn't refuse, and I've been here six years now.
0: Wow. So you got a really cool job then. You get to travel and you get to play with uh, big toys for big boys.
2: Get, get to look at cars 24-7.
0: Now, uh, speak, since we're on the subject of cars, I know there's a lot of Chevrolets going through there. And, of course, I, uh, I played that one song earlier today, which was actually a General Motors uh, uh, promo commercial, uh, Roll Chevy Roll. And uh, oh, cool. I, I got a couple uh, – a bunch of my friends are GM guys. And, uh, and I think I told you the other day when I was talking to you on the phone that my uh, real good friend, Don, bought a 57 Corvette from you guys last year, a uh, dual quad car. And then uh, my other friend, uh, John – and I know these guys always listen to the show, too – uh, he bought a '56 car from Mecum Auction. I think that was a couple of years ago. So both yeah, those guys—that guys, that
2: was a full size Chevy, I think you said. So yeah, full size box the little Chevy. Car and the big car.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, so you got two different guys, probably oh maybe ten years apart in age, and they bought uh, period, or no, I shouldn't say period, but they bought cars that are uh, you know kind of uh, along the lines of their interests. You know, one guy's kind of a sporty guy, Corvette kind of guy, and the other guy's like the uh, the you know shoebox type. Uh, kind of collector, so uh but oh. both guys are very, very happy with the cars, and a matter of fact good. both of them take the cars to car shows, and both of them had any uh, nothing but good stuff to say about meem auction. They all had a good experience there
2: well so. we, you know we try real hard, and like I said, a lot of us here are car guys and and Dana is the consummate car guy, so uh, you know, it's kind of leadership by example. And when you've got a car guy who who has the passion, has the fever, understands it when you get an itch to buy a car, sell a car, have a collection, sell a, whatever it is, um, Dana really understands that. And I think that's why we get so many really great cars, a great diversity of cars, and uh, just keep growing and growing.
0: Now your auction is a uh, reserve auction, correct? That's correct. Okay, so tell us a little. Tell the listeners a little bit about the pros and the cons of having a reserve auction, because a lot of people are familiar with Barrett Jackson. Barrett Jackson is a non-reserve auction, and uh, your auction is a reserve auction. So that's really uh, tends to kind of be in the best interest, I think, because I like reserve auctions of the seller of the car. Would you say? Is that a fair statement?
2: Well, you know, it, it's probably, uh, it, it certainly benefits a seller in that you decide whether the car gets sold or not. You know, nobody else makes that decision. You put a value on it. You decide, you know, um, this is what I want for the car, and when the bid gets there, the car gets sold. A lot of times the bid will go past that. Sometimes the bid might f- fall a little short, and you've got the option to lower your reserve and say, well, we're a couple grand close. And uh, I can still live with that. Let me sell the car. Sometimes we drop the reserve, and the car keeps going and and brings more money. Uh, But uh, you're in control. Uh, We have a lot of people who say, you know, um, a lot of buyers will buy when the car is no reserve, and they're willing to uh, sell a car at no reserve because we have such a strong buyer base and sell such a high percentage that they know if if the car is priced right, uh, we always sell at fair market value. I mean, that's that seems to be what cars sell for. So, if a car is worth twenty thousand and you sell it for no reserve, in all likelihood, that's what it's going to bring. Now, if you think it's worth thirty uh, and you sell it no reserve, it's still going to bring twenty because that's what the market says. And on that day, uh, all the buyers are there, and uh, whoever wants the car the most, that's what they're willing to pay, and that's what the number goes to. So. Um, It's always nice to sell at reserve when you've got a choice. If you're uh, reasonable in what you expect out of a car and you think you can get fair market value for it, in all likelihood that's what it's going to sell for. And you can sell at no reserve and still be comfortable.
0: What, um, Like when a lot of these people bring their cars there, let's say, you know, uh, now a lot of cars I'm sure were bought, let's say, two, three years ago when when the market was – Pretty high, and I'm not exactly sure whether it was uh, a realistic market or not. I think it was a little. <laughs> it but was
2: a high market, that's for sure. It
0: was a high market. Yeah, it was a good time to sell if you bought something cheap. Uh, but I'm I'm I would wager to say that there's a lot of guys that bought cars in that market, and now they've the uh, the uh, the newness has wore off, so to speak, and now they're uh, thinking, well, you know what, I got uh, too many cars in my collection, and uh, I'm little. I think it's time to, to to thin thin out the herd, so to speak. So when these guys walk in there and they say, "Hey, uh, Tom, I paid a hundred thousand dollars for this nineteen sixty nine Z twenty eight back in two thousand five. What do you think I can get for this car today? Realistically, given it's a a pretty decent car, you know, a, a quasi restored car, and I say that loosely because the word restoration is just really thrown all right. over the place. Yeah. But let's just well, what do you tell yeah. that guy?
2: It, in all likelihood, the cars probably adjusted about 25%. Okay. What we saw in, in the, the market shift, you know, we didn't really crash like the stock market did. Uh, the market really just shifted some. And um, uh, GM adjusted around 20%, 25%. Ford's around 25 to 30%. And Mopar's, which were the last ones to come up, kind of fell fast and hard, and they adjusted about 50%. So if you're willing to, in fact, I just talked to a gentleman recently who bought his cars in 05, 06, 07, and he's got an 80-car collection, and uh, he's got an opportunity to do some other business things, and we we looked at the whole car collection, and it's going to adjust about 25%, and his feeling is, is that, you know, I can take 25% less I can take that, um, you know, a couple million dollars, I can shift it into um, a new business venture that I've got, and I can make that money work for me. So it wasn't a bad investment, and it didn't topple like some of the stocks did. So, um, you know, there's some adjustment, but classic cars are still a good place to have your money.
0: Well, you know, it's funny, and I can concur with that, because, um, you know, when you you talk to investors, and that's kind of a... Strange bunch. But you're right. The stock market, if your portfolio goes away, it goes away zip zero naughty. It's poof, it's gone. Whereas <laughs> well, a and con- what you
2: want to say, uh, you know, how would you like to look at the uh, thousand shares of XYZ company I have in my safe deposit box? Or let's go out in my garage and look at my 57 Cadillac Barrettes. Um, You know, I, I know which one I'd rather do. Oh, absolutely. And let's go for a ride. It's Sunday afternoon and let's cruise down, and get an ice cream with a dairy. Uh, go go to the ice cream cone place and. And get something and cruise back. Uh, that's a lot more fun than staring at those stocks in a in a safe deposit box.
0: Well, yeah, and see the thing is, is because it's in your possession, it's a f- it's a physical tangible item, and you have you know you can enjoy it, play with it, drive it, work on it, wrench on it, and it's it's there. You know, you have it, and you have to complete total control over it. Where you know, like stocks and uh, you know, paper is basically institutionally controlled, and you know, it's uh, it's out of your hands a lot of times. And that, and of course, I think that's also a controlled and manipulated market, but that's another issue. You for another radio show um to think about cars though i will have to now here's you know here's another observation i made which is interesting too you know you, real estate has fallen almost 100 percent in some areas okay Ooh, and pro- yeah which is terrible okay and again it's a fixed asset it's tangible okay and then uh, you've got cars for some strange reasons have not and 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 some some artwork and and other collectible items have only like you said probably on an average maybe 25 to 35%, they've really dipped in value. And and where I see something that's really unusual is the parts, the use rare collectible parts. Let's say you dual quad setups for your uh, 5, 6, and 7 Chevrolet Corvette, or your uh, 5, 6, and 7, I mean, yeah, 5, 6, yep. and 7, well, some of the Corvettes, okay, and the, uh, when I say mid-years, okay, for example, and uh, you look, or, or the dual quad setups for the Ford four twenty sevens, or the uh, uh, you know tunnel port stuff, or camera stuff, or Hemi stuff, or any of that kind of stuff. Those There's, stuff is only dropped minuscule in value compared to you know yeah, all other of forms it hasn't of investment. dropped at
2: all. It's still- no. You know, very, very expensive, you know, hard-to-find parts. And, and I and I think, um, you know, America still has a love and a fascination for cars. Um, I don't care what it is. Look at a brand-new car. As cookie-cutter as some of them are, people still want to buy LTZs, SSs, Salines. You know, they still yeah. want to uh, trick it up, make it go faster, take it to Lingen Filter and put a new motor in it. Um, they always want to do something with a brand-new car. Even if it's a Toyota, you want spoilers on it, you want the the special handling package and the 18-inch aluminum wheels, and we love cars. And while a lot of us just get in and drive to and from work, um, most of us enjoy getting in that car, take a lot of pride in it, still wash it on Saturdays, and we just love cars. New ones, old ones, middle-aged ones, it doesn't matter. We're, We're hooked on them.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's fair to say then a car, to those of us that are enthusiasts, is really an extension of your personality, you know. And uh, so, just like you brought up a minute ago about, you know, look what the 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 big three and all the automobile manufacturers are all now getting back into performance. I mean, every, I mean, this, when you look at, you know, a '69 Boss 302, 290 horse, a '69 Camaro Z28, 290 horse. And of course, that was advertised rated, you know, and whatnot for insurance purposes and stuff like that. But then you look at the cars, and then look what we had to go to to soup those cars up. You had to leave, you know, you had had to run, if you want that car to run in the 10s or 11s or something like that, you got to run 514 gears. You know, you had to run, uh, you know, a a a 12.5 to 1 motor. Well, you Uh, had
2: to go nuts back in the season. We we had, you know, it's the difference between what I call raw horsepower and sophisticated horsepower. And, um, you know, I'm a product of the 60s, and, you know, I was in high school then, and, you know, big block motors, and my, my first Corvette was a or uh, was a 69 Corvette, and, and uh, you know, I, I built in high school uh, an Austin A40 sedan, uh, kind of a street racer, and, uh, you know, so, you know, horsepower was king. But now, you know, uh, I just sold my, my 05 Corvette convertible, but I could put the cruise on 90 and blast down the highway, uh, in sixth gear, getting 25.9 miles to the gallon. So, who'd ever think you'd buy a high performance, rock'em, sock'em Corvette as an economy car?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, look at the ZR1, the new one, the Corvette. You know, oh, my gosh, yeah. So, you got full powered air, 600 plus horsepower, and you can cruise, and you, I mean, it's just, yeah. You
2: still get 20s, you know, in the 20s uh, for uh, miles per gallon. So, uh, not bad.
0: I like I like your 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 cliche there sophisticated horsepower versus raw horsepower the way we were as gearheads back in the 60s I mean we had no drivability whatsoever you know and that was about it
2: but we still loved it we still love it do. And, you and, know and, you nothing beats uh you know being a Corvette guy nothing nothing's better than hearing a mid-year Corvette start up with the side pipes and you just you, you hear it sing and it talks to you, or any car with a you know an open chamber system, and and boy, you hear that big block just throbbing, and and the cam you know lobes and and it thumping along, and and, and nothing beats that good old raw horsepower and the smell of high octane gas.
0: You're absolutely right. Now you're also uh, what were at the subject of Corvettes. You're an NCRS judge, correct?
2: Uh, NCRS and Bloomington Gold Judge. So you know uh, I, I I get to see the cars. Uh, you know, in their, I guess, uh, their best restored condition or hopefully in their unrestored condition. Uh, but, uh, you know, get to, get to judge them the way they were when they ran off the assembly line, but still like looking at, you know, the customs and the one of a kinds and unique stuff and Resto mods and, you know, a mid year Corvette with late model suspension and engine. You know, it's all fun. It's still cars. What
0: are some of the other uh, like in terms of values now? I mean, or not, what is the what makes up the bulk of the cars that you've got going through the auction? Is it pretty much GM as opposed to Ford and Chrysler?
2: Well, it, it's a good split, and that's interesting. You know, I don't know that I've ever uh, run a query through our our system to look at that, but it would be kind of fun to do that. But I think uh, we get a good mix. Uh, we have everything from you know a thirty two Ford Street Rod to a fifty seven Cadillac Baritz to a 2002 porsche turbo so and pick anything in between a maserati and alfa romeo and austin healy a a mustang a ford a, a buick special from the 50s um you know 40s pickups um just you know, we, we get uh, literally the full range of cars and that's what i think makes our auction so fun is that um if you can't find it at our like our csami auction they probably didn't make it cuz we've darn near got one of everything
0: now what would you say is the uh the uh the pro- the average profile of the of the buyers now would you say that there's a uh, there you know, our age. Let's say, you know, forties, fifties, sixties, or would you say there's a new group? I mean, what I'm what I'm curious to find out is whether we got some of these younger kids taking a big interest in these vintage cars. Because who's going to carry the torch, so to speak? You we, know, when we're kind of racing around in wheelchairs, you know, in a few years. I mean, are these young guys, these younger kids coming up behind us, ten, fifteen years behind us, you know, in their
2: thirties? I wish we had more coming up. And any time I see a, a father with his son or a grandfather with a grandson. Um, you know, I always make a special effort to, um, you know, welcome them and, and and encourage them, and I'm delighted to see them in the hobby. But it, that's always a challenge for us. But there seems to be um, a, a nice mix of what I'll call that 30 to 40 age range of people coming in buying a nice range of cars. Um we're still selling a lot of cars to baby boomers. Those guys, um, you know, forty five to sixty five. Uh the good thing too is is we're selling a lot of cars in that thirty to fifty thousand dollar range, not the not the trailer queen cars or the you know the, the hundred point restorations or the Bloomington Gold certified cars, but cars that people can buy Get in, drive, and have fun. And I tell every guy who buys every car, I don't care how nice it is, get in and drive it. You got to have fun with it. If it's been restored, you can re-restore it. If it hasn't been restored, go have fun with it.
0: Now, are the bulk of the cars you got going through this auction are they muscle cars? Pretty much, would you say?
2: Um, the vast majority are muscle cars. I, I would say a you know an over fifty percent, but. Um, you know, I'm looking through like our no-reserve list, and how about a 48 Packard four-door sedan yeah. or a 39 Chrysler Royale four-door sedan, or like I said, uh, here's a 58 Cadillac Brougham or a Cadillac Series 62 convertible. So a lot of muscle, but what I call just some really cool, classic cars. Um, you know, back in their day, we just sort of, they were cars, but today they really have personality. You know, uh, I'm looking at a, uh, a 56 Buick Century convertible that's got a nailhead V8, uh, maroon, white convertible top, wire wheels. What would look cooler driving down the road on a, a Sunday afternoon in a car like that? Muscle would be fun, but boy, the big old iron with the big chrome bumpers, nothing beats those cars.
0: Now tell us a little bit about the boats you got going through. You got some wooden boats.
2: Oh, we've got some great boats. Um, we sort of hit a niche, and we partnered up with some folks who really know boats well. And uh, last year we sold a Riva Aquarama boat for about seven hundred and fifty or eight hundred. Excuse me, eight hundred thousand dollars. This year we've got the last Riva, all wooden. Aquarama coming to auction. It's a 1996 boat. It's only been in the water twice. Once in 1996 and once last year to film the video that's on our website. Um, An incredible boat will probably bring a million dollars. But we've also got some great Chris Craft. I think we've got a Hacker Craft, some wonderful vintage wooden boats. And I've got to tell you, I've been a car guy a long time. But being around these boats, when you look at them, the lines and the workmanship, um, I kind of think I'd like to have a boat in my garage, too. <laughs>
0: uh, and for our listeners, Riva is like the cigarette of wooden boats coming from Italy. It's the craftsmanship, the workmanship on that boat is just incredible. If you ever see some of the old movies um, in Venice, Italy... You'll see a lot of the Rivas running around there. That's the kind of boat that, you know, if you were a high roller back in the day, you know, you had a Riva. And uh, if you went to, let's say, like Lake Geneva or Lake uh, Como or something like that, in Switzerland, that's the boat. So Riva is like, that's like the, uh, I don't know, I guess you'd call it the Porsche of boats, you know? I mean, it's,
2: well, it's got to be the Rolls-Royce or, what, yeah. you know, whatever's even higher than Rolls-Royce, maybe the... Uh, it, it, it it's a phenomenal, phenomenal boat. And um, if you go to our website, um, I think it's right on the front page of the uh, it Kissimmee auction. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's just, when you look at it, it looks cool. And when the boat is right in front of you and you're looking at it and, and touching it, it's just phenomenal. The, the, you, you can't believe the workmanship and the style and the grace. And uh, if you're a car guy and don't like boats, you look at it and go, you know, this is still pretty cool. That's
0: pretty cool, yeah. Hey, how about motorcycles? You got any motorcycles going through there?
2: Oh yeah, we've got uh, a cafe racer. We've always got. I know we've got some uh, some classic Harleys. Uh, I think there are a couple of Triumphs in there. Uh, so, and and I just got a sneak peek, and I probably shouldn't say this yet because it hasn't even hit the presses. But I just saw the um, the brochure for our Indianapolis auction which is in May and we have an entire collection of motorcycles and it's dozens of great-looking vintage Triumphs and Nortons. And um, I ride a Harley Sportster, and and so looking at these grand old Triumphs is really uh, fun to see. So always have some motorcycles, uh, some some great vintage stuff. Uh, at our Monterey auction, we had a wonderful old uh, 1900s, early 1900s, uh, wood track racer. So um, there's always some neat motorcycles there, too.
0: Well, that's cool. Hey, Tom, I just got my three-minute warning, but what I will okay. tell you, I talked to your friend and uh, a local guy here that everybody should be familiar with, and that's Dan at Golden Classics. We'll give Dan oh, yeah. a, a big plug. Now, he's going to be at your auction. He's kind of like one of your big consigners, isn't he?
2: Dan really is, and because we're so close with Dan, Dan sells a lot of cars at our auction, um, and then for all the rest of the year, he comes to our auctions and buys. So uh, Dan at Golden Classics over in the, uh, the Tampa area, uh, regular customer, good friend, Every time I'm down there, I try to get in early. And Dan and I, I love seafood, so Dan and I try to go out and find a fun seafood place and uh, uh, eat some uh, some fresh seafood and have a good time. So uh, good, good guy.
0: Well, now be sure when you come down here, be sure and check out Naughty Nancy's. You got to go there. You got to go to Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. You got to go to Rib Shack Barbecue, and you got to go to uh, Bros Pizza. So that should cover up all you. That's you put that on <laughs> your list. I'll take of,
2: care of a few days.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, actually, you got morning, noon, and lunch. I mean, lunch, uh, breakfast, and uh, or breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. You know. So well, sure. I've, been,
2: I've been to Crabby, so I've got one up there. So uh, so that and I just I, in fact Dan and I were there the last time I was down. So really love that place.
0: Okay, hey, we'll look forward to seeing you at the Mekam Auctions. That's this uh, month, and then uh, go ahead and give out the dates again real quick, uh, Tom. It
2: is the 26th through the 30th, uh, Osceola Heritage Park over in Kissimmee. Fifteen dollars. Gates open at eight every day. Love to have everybody come out, have fun, buy a car, or just look.
0: All right. Thanks for coming on the air, and we'll be in touch, and I'll see you at the auction. Everybody else, I want to thank you for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Tell your buddies, and uh, you guys all have fun, and we'll see you at some of these events on the weekend. And be sure to check out some of these uh, restaurants I talk about all the time, all right? And be sure to meet us at Naughty Nancy's for open mic night. And tune in at 9 o'clock, because we're going to be doing this live. So chances are I might be doing a little uh, uh, emceeing over there. So uh, until next week, everybody have a good time. This is Robert signing off. Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. As most of you know, I'm in the car business, and often I need cars towed. Well, Kotaka's Towing has all the trucks and equipment to meet your needs. Whether it's long distance, short distance, or just around the corner, they can get it done. Kotaka's Towing, located at 1141 Court Street in Clearwater. Also, they have a full-service repair and body shop to meet all your automotive needs. So give my friends Lefty and Joey a call at Kotaka's Towing at 727-447-1952. And be sure and mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might get a discount.